Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Welcome back to the second hour. My name is Pat Cassell. Hopefully we got our technical difficulties fixed. The phone number, we're gonna, I'm not giving out the number. We're going right to Michael McDonald. I owe you, buddy. How are you? Good. How are we doing, Pat? I got you this time. I hear your hey. voice. <clears throat> Hallelujah, my friend. Yeah, man. So Tuesday night, once again, we have interesting situation where we didn't start getting numbers until like 10 o'clock. What's going on? Yeah, it's. Like there's a, there's a serious problem. I mean, this is something that, that spurred the, you know, the big fight of 2020. Uh, you know, anytime you do something that's not transparent, and we're trying to get answers. You know, we had uh, you're well aware we had a, a room full of attorneys, national attorneys brought in. <clears throat> we just want answers for for our people that run for office. It's only fair for them. No one would give us answers. They said it was a glitch, and I said, please define glitch, and then I never got an answer. <clears throat> Apologize. <clears throat> so. We had our attorneys on it, still didn't get an answer, and then uh, here we are hours and hours and hours later, and then it was almost 24 hours later before we ever got an answer uh, that the numbers started coming back in. So clearly Clark County has a problem. We are uh, the laughing stock of the nation once again. But what's kind of, what's kind of disheartening is that the media never covered it. The only one that covered it were, uh, you know, friends of the, like the conservative values, and that was that's a problem that we have. People covering it up, uh, and they don't want to. They don't want to bring it to the forefront and fix the problem. This isn't about Republicans, Pat. This is about everybody. Every every Nevada voter in here, especially in Clark County, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent. You know, it's a problem. Well, there's a lot of conversation that a lot of Democrats registered as Republicans to vote, which is legal, um, to handpick people. But th- this election, I mean, based on what we see, the numbers are just overwhelming for the big five or six. I mean. Laxalt, he won by twenty points. I mean, what 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 could it be? What, what how much harder could it get to determine who the winner is? You're beating one by twenty points. Well, I think when you look at it, I mean, there was definitely shenanigans. You saw that a Democrat group uh, started attacking Joe Lombardo early. They do not want to run against Joe Lombardo. Uh, they did everything they could to work to to attack and hurt Joe Lombardo. Uh, I told you early on. I also told uh, Steve Sanchez on the show. I think we have Republicans that are working with Democrats trying to either they cut deals or they got their own selfish agenda to try and to try and make sure that we don't take back the governor's mansion and we don't take back the, the Senate and Assembly. Because if you look at some of the, the, the crazy things that are happening, out of the blue, you know, we have uh, a million-plus dollars spending as Jim Marchant, or $2 million. I, I, that's the most I've ever heard spent on a, on a um, Secretary, Secretary of State, State race. And, and forget about that it was done in the primary. I mean, that has to be a record. We, I know it's never been done here in Nevada. So things like that that are normal. And hats off to him for winning this race. Uh, you know, then we had another group that was attacking Segal Shada, attacking um, uh, Joe Lombardo, attacking but Jim Marshall. What about, what about this, some of these, uh, Michael, what about some of these consultants? I mean, they make all the money, and, and they don't even win elections. Half of these guys don't win races. What the hell is it? What's that all about? 
Well, and here's the problem. I think a lot of people that get in these races, and you know, and they, you know, they 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 want to do the right thing, Pat. I mean, we have people that actually are passionate, and we, you and I, see it firsthand. You know, we're we're with the grassroots, and they want to get involved. They want to make a difference, and they're they're working. And they say, you know what? How can I help? I want to run for office. Okay, you know, run for office, but you know, let's let's run for senator assembly. Start out. I mean, there's a place we can put you, uh, maybe at a county seat, city council. But they come out and they want to run for senate, or they want to run for governor, or they want to run. Rather than you know placing it uh, how it should be, and God bless them, they take the shot. But you know it's only hundred dollars. You walk up, you give a hundred dollars, you run for office. But as we talked about before, you have to have an organization. You have to have money. You have to be able to raise money, uh, in the sense of uh, you don't you don't have to be rich, but you have to be able to have your message sold, and people invest in that message. And that's exactly what Joe Lombardo did. Joe Lombardo has a, a tremendous record as the, the uh, sheriff of Clark County. He won overwhelmingly two times. Uh, he has immense support on Las Vegas Boulevard, the mining community, the mom-and-pop shops. And that's the big deal. When you start to have that type of influence in a community, uh, and, and in Clark County, where the population is, you can almost see the handwriting on the wall. So it was something where, you know, we all have to come together. This is about the primary is over, you know, the intramurals is over. Now it's time to lock arms and run this game professionally because the Democrats are going to do it. The Democrats are spending millions of dollars to make sure Adam Laxall doesn't win. Spending millions of dollars, Joe Lombardo doesn't win. And they did it in the primary. Think about that. They're trying to make sure we don't have these candidates on the ballot. That's how serious they are. Yeah, but let's let's look at Marshawn. Look at look at Michelle Fiore. Look at Adam Laxalt. Look at Stavros Anthony. Look at Seagal. They all won big. I mean, the, the, the Republican Party has overwhelming victories in every one of those races. As far as yeah, I, I think- the candidate has to be solid for in the general. And, and the people that lost have to come together and realize. I mean, you had 15 or 14 or 15 people running for governor. That can't happen. It's just ridiculous. And then and then to no, see a guy like Joey Gilbert crying on, on uh, whatever that is he's on is ridiculous. And it was fixed. And, and, and let me just close. Look, Joey's a friend of mine. Uh, I, I knew most of the candidates in these races. I really did. And, and I'm blessed to have that as, as well as you. I mean, you know, because you're, you're, you're always working, you're volunteering. We had some really great candidates. I mean, Really great candidates. And it would be great if we could put them in other places. It really would. I mean, you know, you run for lieutenant governor. You run for, you know, an office in your county. But, you know, you can't, you can't persuade somebody if, they're, if they're, they're, they're locked in that. The good thing about it is that we saw what happened is they came out. Uh, you know, they started endorsing Joe Lombardo. First thing, Guy Nora, uh, a very successful businessman, came out right away and said, look, I, you know, I endorsed Joe Lombardo. Uh, Dean Heller came out, called Joe. Yes, he did. Uh, one of his biggest critics, and, you know, and uh, Senator Heller came out and endorsed Joe. So, you, you know, you see people like that that have done this, and, and it's about class. You know, you look at Annie Black. Annie Black came out, endorsed Sam Peters. Uh, you know, that, it, it's, it's, about, it's bigger than being selfish. It's, it's the brand. If you truly want to be in politics, you can't make it about yourself. And we're seeing people that aren't. The true leaders are coming out and saying, look, I'm with you. I didn't win, but you know what? This is about taking back the state. This is about righting what's wrong in our state right now. And that's the major message. That has to happen. You know, this is this is a, a team sport. You're not an individual sport. And the people that are playing individual sports, they're, they're not really Republican. They actually, they're trying to hurt the brand, and they're trying to hurt the people that listen on your radio show. That's our problem. I, look, I get people didn't win. It's very frustrating when you have a candidate that you put everything into and didn't win. But come together. It's bigger than the one candidate. Listen, you know, if you just got in it because one candidate, your guy or your girl, 
and that's the one you're behind no matter what, okay, well, the, the, the candidate you were with that lost should show true leadership, step up and say, you know what, I'm sorry, I didn't win, but I want to thank all my, my supporters. I want to thank – now I'm asking you to get behind the person that won. Well, here's the question because for they're you. they're Republican, they're going to take back the state. Well, you know, when you look at the congressional – every congressional race was a, was a runaway. And then you have people come out saying how they want to blame you that Mark Amaday romped up in nor- northern Nevada against Danny Tarkanian. Danny Tarkanian, how, how, could, how could that be your fault that Danny got beat again? Well, look, you know, that again, you, you talk about selfish, that's it. Between him and Amy Tarkanian, they don't care about anybody but themselves. You know, that, for that to even take a look at that, uh, you know, he, he ran for county commission up there. He barely won that, and he didn't win the, the election. He had to go shop for votes and cure some votes to win the election by, I don't know, like 10 votes or whatever. And, you know, when you look at that, you're supposed to serve four years. He merely saw an opportunity and went after Mark Amaday, a very widely popular, very successful congressman, uh, you know, that is in the North. And he'll, pro- he'll be in leadership this time. You know, we're going to take back Congress. He'll be in leadership, which will make Nevada even stronger. Now, you know, you see that, and then you see all the game. You know, I've never seen a man uh, hide behind his wife so much. This guy hides behind his, his wife's skirt like I've never seen. Everything that comes out, like last time when he lost. Go to YouTube. Uh, they're, on stage, they're on stage, and she basically gives him the hand to shut up. And then she goes on some tirade, embarrasses herself, embarrasses him, uh, and embarrasses the state of Nevada uh, on stage. And then this time now, I mean, she's now on, on Twitter attacking Mark Amaday and his campaign team. She's attacking me. This is the problem. When you have two selfish individuals like that who put down the county they live in, who put down the people, you know, because they lost, Look, they've elected more Democrats than Harry Reid, those two. I said that live the other day. Chairman, but when you look at this whole picture, okay, when you look at he didn't get beat by a nose. That was Secretariat just drawing away in the stretch. When you look at, and I got to say, Sam Brown, what a gentleman. He immediately he put it out there. I I called up Adam Laxall, congratulate him. He knew he got waffle stomped. What did he do as a gentleman? Hopefully he'll come back. He'll run in a different race. He's, we need a guy like Sam Brown on our, on our, on our team. He's, he's, a, he's a player. You look at some of these other people who, who tried. Unfortunately, I mean, I mean, Annie Black, God bless her. You know, maybe, maybe it was a little bit too soon, but what she did was class. She, you know, she called Sam Peters. I endorsed him. She got beat by a good, a good margin. When you get beat by more than 5% in the vote, that's a substantial victory. When you get beat by 20 points... It's a no-brainer. Don't say a word. Just say congratulations. No? Yes? Maybe? 100%. And that's the problem is, you know, when you have someone that, again, you go back to Tarkane, the way he acts, the way she acts, you know, they make it all about themselves. It's all about this, anything on Twitter. You know, she has to have someone. She's on uh, Newsmax because she has to pay to be on there. And this is the problem. You know, you're, 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 you're a shell act. You're not, you're not real. And you go up against someone who is real, who was born and raised up north who's put blood, sweat, and tears up north. Mark Amaday has done that, you know, 100%. So when you look at that type of, of leadership, you're not going to beat that with some shell game when you're coming up from, from Las Vegas and saying, hey, I'm here to save you. I run for county commission. I've only been here for two years. I'm supposed to serve four, but I want to I be congressman now. People up north know for a fact, and you know I've, I've been traveling the state my entire life. They know they can smell a phony when they saw him, and they weren't going to let it happen. And thank God they reelected Mark Amaday. Well, they didn't reelect him yet. He got they they got him through the primary. We'll get him in a general. 
But, you know, when we come back, let's talk about the Titus race. That's going to be interesting. The Horsford race. By the way, Horsford is one of the 27 that would not support security for SCOTUS. I want to touch on that. Let's talk about the, the big race, the Senate race. So we're talking to Chairman Michael McDonald. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, he is the longest chairman we've ever had in Nevada. And you know what? When he wins, it's not 51% to 49. It's 90, 95%. So anybody that wants to think there's manipulation, you, you can't manipulate 90, 95%. My name is Pat Casal. This is the Steve Sanchez Show. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned for more. Michael McDonald, all I know is when you get waffle stomped, you need to step aside and say, okay, I'm the wrong person for the job. It's that simple. Well, I think when you look at it, Pat, you know, we this this train, table, whatever you want, whatever knowledge you want, it's big enough for everybody. This is a big tent. We've been building this for a while. Uh, again, you know, the, the party was so fractured before we took it over. Uh, you know, Senator Reid just raved, raved havoc in the state. And, you know, we try and put it back in. And, yes, we do have people that work with Democrats in this in this party uh, that have undermined us. We had to take back Clark County from them. Uh, Jesse Law and you and everybody else, thank God, have now taken that back. We have that back on track. We have Washoe back on track. You know, for a while, thank God for the rural communities because they really kept us going. And that's the big thing. Look, okay, so everybody goes – you learn more when you lose than when you win because losing makes you humble and it makes you hungry. And that's what that's the good thing about it. The main thing is we're here for you. We're here to build this party. We're here to take back the state. Be part of a winning ticket. Be part of taking back this state. And that's the main issue. The question is, will we come together? Will the, will the faction that supported Joey Gilbert understand the reality of what happened? Look, Pat, we have good friends. You know, look, there's you know, look, Joe Lombardo. Full disclosure, guys, everybody's listening. And Steve Sanchez. I've known Joe for 30, over 30 years, 33 years, I think. You know, we were on Metro together. We served together, went through doors together. He was my sergeant for a while. He's been my friend for that long. I, I know the capability of, of Joe Lombardo. I know. So wait a minute. He, he was, was your sergeant leader. at one time? He was your At one time, yeah, he And was. he's still your friend now? He's a hell of a man. Who do you think gave him gray hair? I know. And, and Star, Star Wars Anthony, same thing. Poor Star Wars had a full head of hair, and then, and then he became my sergeant, and he lost it. So. Well, he told me he had right. he pulled it out piece by piece. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I, I love being on this show. It's so much. First, you, first Steve, and now you. Now it's uh, you guys are great. Now I, look, it's I know for a fact the leadership of these guys. You know, it, and I can tell you, Joe Lombardo, he does he clocks in and he goes to work. He doesn't uh, he, he doesn't doesn't leave until the job is done, and his commitment to this to the state. Is is something that will have one of the best governors in, in the state ever. Uh, you know, like I said I, I know this guy for a long time. I've been in this fight for a long time to take back Nevada. Uh, this is the place I was born. It's the place where I'll die, and I want it to be red. That is something I'm not going to leave until the job is done. And thank God for President Trump and and all the support we get from the RNC and Chair, Chair, Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. And I mean, we have a lot of support coming our way from back east to make sure. This little old state out in the West is number one. Well, there's a legitimate chance that uh, we could get all four 
congressional leaders elected. Now, Horsford is one of the 27 who supported not supporting security for SCOTUS. What's your take on that? I mean, he's a flawed candidate, very flawed. Well, I, I think it's disgusting. You know, I, I knew Stephen before he became a, a congressman. He was never like that. Again, I don't know what happened to him. I mean, the D.C. may have warped his mind, but, uh, you know, whatever happened, happened. I mean, his decision-making back there has been bad. Uh, I, I think whatever reason to do something like that, that's just, that's, that's stupid. This is bigger than that. This is about America. This is about taking care of America, not selfish individual acts to get you money or get you reelected. This is something where, you know, you, you get defined by your actions. And I, like I said, like you just said a minute ago, I think we have some of the greatest candidates coming out right now. Very strong ticket. April Becker, you look at her, the work she's put in. I mean, she came out swinging strong and has been, I mean, she's led this for a long time. And we had some great candidates in that race, really did. So to watch her, Mark Robinson, the colonel. Yes, Robertson. He's gonna very, yeah, he's going to be a very strong, probably about that, probably. Um, <clears throat> he's going to be a very strong candidate. Sorry. You're good. Talk to myself. He's a very strong candidate. And, you know, you obviously we talked about Mark in there earlier and Sam Peters. You know, Sam has been working this. For a couple of years, he's in the rural community. He's in he's down in Las Vegas all the time. Uh, you know, he is a very strong, very knowledgeable candidate as well. So he he's well knowledgeable to run against Horsford on, on issues, and that's a big issue. You know, you got to have everybody jump on board. And the way Annie Black came and was immediately right there, that is very strong because she's a very popular candidate. She carries a lot in Mesquite and in Las Vegas. So having her immediately jump on, that's big. I mean, that that that's that's what it's all about. That's an unselfish act to make sure we take back this state. What I, what I, we got, we're going to be going to break. I want to keep you on one more segment. I want to get it all out there. But, you know, what I found amazing, The Hill, um, CNN, all over the country, they're talking about Jim Marchant. That's the race that they're all their eyes are all over. This is a big deal. I mean, Jim Marchant's going to get national acclaim from this deal, being elected in the primary. Mm-hmm. The question is, can he carry it home? He needs our support 100%. He was in USA Today. And they're talking about they're talking about him and Adam Laxalt in USA Today. So, you know, all eyes are, are watching the are watching the battle right now. All of them. I tell you, buddy, it's going to be a it's going to be a dogfight. And Cisco Aguilar, a lawyer and a former chair of the Nevada Athletics Commission, is no pushover. This guy's a he's a serious candidate, and the Democrats did not oppose him in the primary. That's going to be a hell of an elect. That's going to be a hell of a race. No, he's the real deal. I mean, he he's a well-rounded candidate. He's the uh, he's the real deal. He's someone we have to take very seriously uh, in in any election. Well, we're going to take a short break. When I come back, I want to talk about the uh, Secretary of State more. But more importantly, I want to get into the Treasurer's race, and we want to get into the uh, Attorney General's race. That's going to be a dogfight. I think Aaron Ford's in for a rude awakening if he thinks he's going to walk over. So we're we're joined by Chairman Michael J. McDonald. My name is Pat Cassell. This is the Steve Sanchez Show. We'll be right back after this. Of this, this interview with Mr. McDonald, then we're going to go back to the phones. You know, I'm looking at a lot of these races. There's a, there was a lot of dog fights. I mean, a lot of these races are one, one, two points. Unbelievable yeah. stuff. It really is. It, it goes to show that several of our candidates put in hard work. They came to the school. That you know, we had a um, 
a school on how to, to run for office and you know, organizations, what's a, what works, what doesn't. Worked extensively with some of the some of the people that do this for a living. Also had the RNC out here on showed our database and how it works. Uh, it was great, and a lot of them applied that. And when they ran for office, which has been fantastic. And don't forget, we did a lot of this on the heels of, uh, you know, we had Senator Kerry Buck that we decided she wanted to try and split the party against uh, you and Jesse Law in Clark County. She lost several times in court. The judge ruled in our favor that uh, Jesse and you guys are the the true leaders of uh, Clark County. And these people rallied around you and rattled around, rattled, rallied around your board and, and our, our chairman, Jesse Law. And that's a big issue. I mean, I think a lot of that stemmed that really got them motivated. They were educated this time and a lot of Redford office, which was fantastic. You know, I, I, at all the races, though, what I found interesting, it seems like 8 or 9% was the golden number of none of the above. And and I look at the governor, the gubernatorial race for the Republican side. I mean, you had more than half didn't even get three percent. You only had you had five. You had six people, or no, excuse me, five people at least get three point six four. The rest, the rest were two point eight two and below, and, and and none of the above didn't even finish that last. It beat out almost half the part. I mean, do people have to wake up and smell the coffee that maybe you shouldn't be shooting for the stars? Well, I look, and I go back to it. You know, I applaud them for running for office, but I wish they'd take more of a, um, a logical uh, application to looking at what office they should run for. And you, you don't see it on the Democratic side because they had, you know, they had Harry Reid running for a long time. You know, And that's, I think, that's what we'll get uh, with Joe Lombardo. We get that with Adam Laxalt. Well, we have someone who can actually uh, help, uh, you know, fundraise for the party, shape the party, uh, help people. We have the party, you know, our party is very grassroots. It's very, uh, it's, it's, um, very involved. It's always very conservative, and I think that also helped build the party over the years and made it stronger, made a firewall. Uh, again, before it was you know everybody was in, everybody was out, and you started to see that. So this is now, Pat, to see this type of uh, attitude that people are involved, the people, the passions are there. Look, like I said, you know, we got a lot of friends that are Joy Gilbert supporters that are our friends, and you know I've been telling them all along, look, Joe Lombardo's the man, and you know let's let's come together at the end. And Joey himself told me. And Joe Lombardo, you know what? If you win, I will be right there. I will endorse you. I'll come work for you. I'll give everything we have to make sure to take back this state. He said it to me at the convention. He said it to me after the convention. He said it to me a week ago. And this, well, this is the problem. I mean, I don't know who's in his ear right now, but look, Joey's a better man than that. He, he needs to he needs to come together. He needs to unite this party, get all his supporters, and let's you know get behind Joe Lombardo, work together, and you know. Bring it together. That's what has to happen. You have to take policies that Joey wants to see and policies that Joe Lombardo has, and, and, and our ticket's very strong. Bring it together. Be a leader, not a divider. Well, from your lips to God's ears, I want to thank you very much, Mr. McDonald, for being a part of this. We're going to be, I know you're going to be involved with a lot of it. I know we'll, we'll be running around, and hopefully by Saturday or something, we'll figure out what's going on with the rest of these ballots. Um, as of actually, as of 7.36 tonight, Here's the up. I have updates in Clark County, so I'll let you. I'll give you that right now. I'll let you give you an idea of where we're at. I, I, you know, there's a very close race for the uh, public administrator. I want to see how that one goes. So. I'm going there right now, buddy. We're keeping our eye on that one. Well, I know I'm keeping my eye on that one. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> he's a very close friend of mine. Yeah, very good guy. And I let me tell you oh, something. Man. God bless. 
So she's at. Uh, I'm at forty nine point five eight. She's at forty fifty point four two. Um, she has forty six six ninety eight. I got forty five. Uh, same, the same. No, no change really. I, I'm at forty five nine twenty one. So there's about a seven hundred vote difference in my race, and um, all the other races seem to be the same. Not, not Jude Johnson won big. He's he's gonna he's gonna be a threat. He smashed him in uh, District Four. Uh, District guy, Catholic Street County Commissioner. Yeah, so, good guy. Very good guy. Um, let's see. Jake DeVille, my good friend, is almost at 50%. Oh, yeah. He romped. Yep. Hafen smoked Matt Sadler. Let's see right. here. And Rhonda Knightley has about a a one-and-a-half-point lead. She's up by – actually, she's up 52 votes on Natalie Thomas. It's 52 and, votes and, but- separates that race. Yeah, I think Natalie. I mean, obviously, she's going to try and cure that. And that Natalie's a great. Uh, she's a great leader in the party. She I mean, she breaks her back. She puts people before. I mean, she. I don't know how many campaigns she was working on, but she's also she's running for office at the same time. So, you know, that's a good one for for. Uh, and the race strong. between um, Brian Hibbets and Steve Delille is about seventy votes. Uh, Sixty-eight votes separate the two of them. Um, that's a tight race. Yeah. Yeah, so we have some real nail biters that are, are going to be coming down. And the, and the other one was Kelly Quinn against Alan Hedrick. Um, that that race is separated by, believe it or not, nine twenty-five votes. Wow. Yeah, so we we got some real nail biters. Chris Dyer's race, he is down by sixty-one votes. Yeah, so I think you're going to see a lot of it's going to come together. Look, there's going to be a lot of people going to try and cure the votes. There's a lot of people are going to try and make sure that you know there was any any type of mistakes that were made uh, look there's nothing wrong with questioning mistakes but you know at the end of the day you also you can't come out and say look i'm not going to concede i'm going to go to war and i'm going to sue all you're doing is just making a sideshow so yeah. i think at the end of the day you know everybody comes together and you know you, you can still work the process and not be you know such a a, a sideshow yeah clark county joey got waffle stomped by uh joe lombardo by 25 by 22 percent that that's really where he got light. He lost. Michael, thank you as always. We'll, we'll talk to you more. We'll hopefully give us more updates. But those are the votes, and it's and it's pretty much a done deal. What? No, it's not done. No, got a lot till Monday at seven o'clock. No, I'm talking about the, you, the big man. spread. Hopefully, we can tighten it up on yeah. my side. That'd be nice. I want to thank Steve and all his listeners. He has some great, powerful listeners, uh, and I see him. I talked to him in the stores. I see him at the gas pump. Uh, you know, they're 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 the backbone that really helped us help the city come around. And thank God for uh, for letting us come on and talk about this. It's a big issue, Pat. Obviously, we're getting blocked from many airways, but to have you and, and Steve and everybody open those airways for, for Republicans and conservatives, it, it's strong, and we, and we need that. I can't thank you enough. I thank you. Yes, Chairman Michael McDonald, state chairman of the state of Nevada, this great state, and he's been doing a hell of a job. He never sleeps. I know he's up at 6 in the morning. That's when he went to bed the other day after he called me uh, on Wednesday. But we go back to the phones. We got BC who patiently waited a very long time. Hello, BC. What's up, buddy? How are hey, you? I just want to. Um, I'm good, man. I'm. I just want to kind of disagree, respectfully disagree with you guys as far as like, uh, um, you know, if you're if you're down by double digits or something like that, that there's there's probably no funny business going on. In my opinion, just based off of 2020 alone, just based off of where this is going right now, how they're saying Saturday, and actually, Pat, I heard it's not till the 24th for the finals, but. You know, like all, all that, all that stuff considered, like they don't want it to be too close, where he's going to trigger like an automatic recount. 
maybe it's supposed to be like pushing those big spreads out. Because like you said, they didn't come out till 10 o'clock at night before the first stuff. And I was telling Steve yesterday, don't, didn't they used to post the early voting totals leading up to the, the last day to vote? In the old days, they yeah, you would anymore. think they should do that now, but you don't understand. Uh, you and I both realize um, they're watching, they're, they're really doing some crazy things. Joe Gloria's office that, is interesting. The early voting, like they used to post where, like the president or whoever's running, whatever election it was, they'd show the totals on the news flashes before the final of the election. That's the early voting stuff. Well, mail-in ballots are also early votes. So the fact that they're trying to say that that's part of the reason, that's along with long lines or something, when it's a digital thing, that's all lies, man, because there's no way we should believe that all these people have postmarked ballots. In fact, we need to do an audit on it. If there's like a big number of post mail-in ballots postmarked for the 14th, then I'm sorry, dude. That's, that's just it's fake. That's, that's rigged. I mean, who the hell's known a mail-in ballot in the last day? That doesn't make sense. Makes no sense at all. I have to tell you. I would agree with you 100%. Why would you mail in the ballots the last second? You wouldn't. Nobody would. And that's what I'm saying. We, we should audit this. Um, I mean, like the transparency. I, 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 the guy that you're just talking to, you know, McDonald, he, he sounds like a nice guy and everything. But, like, I would want to be up in Sagaski's office this whole time. Like, I, this woman, she's not a she's not a Republican. She's one of them. She's oh, a rhino. She's you know, cold. there's no way you could look up and down the ticket and think – Everybody they're going to vote for is a Democrat, but her. That, 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 that's totally illogical. Exactly. Exactly. That's exact. That's my point, too. Like, she's not, I mean, to say she put up a fight when uh, Sisolak changed the election laws last August or in 2020. Right. Yeah, right. She didn't do nothing. You know, I, I don't know what to tell you on that. I, it just, it's just amazing. But I also know uh, it, it's been crazy. The whole thing has been crazy. And McDonald said his lawyers were trying to get answers, and they were, like, stalling. Like, what are they stalling for? They're trying to get the counts. How many do we need? How many are we down? Miraculously, that's, that's how it usually walks. To, that's, that's how it works. we got to get those early counts going again. Like, we, we should know where it's at. And they don't want to show that anymore because it would be like a 60% spread between the Republican and then the rest of the rhinos and Democrats. What I can tell you firsthand is McDonald did, in fact, go after uh, Barbara Sagafsky, and they were personally good friends at one time. Um, and I got to be honest, I was one of those people that didn't believe she could be, she was, I thought she was conservative. I had no idea, um, what really happened there. I really don't look at Pence. Same thing. I don't think, I think Pence is a good guy. I I tell you the truth. Um, there's a lot more there meets the eye from being on the inside. You know, I never liked him. You know, I, I, you know, I'm not saying you have to like him. I'm just going to tell you he's a good guy. What I also can tell you is this, and you can take this any way you want, but President Trump was told he was forewarned months, years before it happened, to do the right thing with the with the um, with identification, et cetera. And they yeah, didn't well, they distracted him with Russian collusion. That's the problem with that. I agree with you, hundred percent, bro. If he, he that guy he, was he, totally distracted, and that's why they did it. I think the Russian collusion was to prevent him from doing what you just said. Well, they were able to take him out because he really was. His political acumen was weak. He was not a politician. He was a businessman. His and narcissism got the best of him because he didn't want to, you know, look look bad with all the accusations. Meanwhile, the country's falling. You know, he's and he's always worried about, you know, protecting. When they said something against him, he wanted to protect himself, and that was his biggest mistake. Because I'll vote for him again, though. You know what? If he's in, if he's in the general, so will I. But I have to sit here and tell you, I, I really like DeSantis. I think DeSantis could win the whole thing. Yeah, but we need we need DeSantis to stay in Florida because if he leaves Florida, bro, that I mean they take that over. They'll never take over Florida. 
Hey, Dominion. What's that Dominion mean? It means control. Who gets control of the end time? Satan. Dominion voting machines. Control. I mean, come on. <laughs> By the way, I'm down, that, I think. I'm down 700. That's a lucky number I just said to this gal. I'm down 777 votes. Well, if you don't, if you don't come through, we, I got some ideas for you to make sure it happens next time. Because I was doing a lot of research, and there were some places we needed to information we need to plug in. So I'll I, let you know about I that. I appreciate the call, my friend. You take care. We're taking a short break. My name is Pat Casal. You're listening to the Steve Sanchez Show. We'll be right back after this. difficulties. Thank God I get the chance to watch some NBA basketball championships. Golden State is about is just looking to try to keep this game as a blowout. Celtics down 12 late in the third period. We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, summing up everything, all I'm going to tell you is this. When, when, in order for us to take back our country, you, I'm talking to you, you got to get out there and vote. And if you're a conservative, and even though whether or not you like the person in the general, if they're, if they're on the right side of the ticket, you got to vote for them. For the first time ever. We have no choice. The Democrats, look what they've done to this country. I mean, you can't even make this up where we're going. So it is what it is. And when you look at a president is doing what he's doing, you look at all the crap that's going on. You know, they're, they're attacking another church. Another church got attacked today. There was another, an Alabama church uh, left two people dead, one wounded. I mean, they're trying to get rid of religion. They're, they're, they, you know, Big Brother, whoever it is, you know, um, it's kind of scary where we're at right now, overall. And we got to one, one one way or another. We have to figure out how we're going to do this if we're going to if we're going to take back this country one one step at a time. And you know, we live in the greatest country there is. That's why everybody wants to come here. But you know, and we look at how our politicians are giving all this support overseas. I mean, the billions of dollars that we're giving away for the Ukraine. What about our own people in this country? It's, it's pitiful. It really is pitiful, and we got it. We just got to get our family values in in place. You know, we have to um, understand the importance of family, respect. We have to understand the importance of 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 God in your heart, of law and order. And until we understand what law and order is all about, we are lost. We are totally challenged, and and it's as simple as that. And I don't know about you, but. I, I don't want to have to worry about protecting myself with guns. This, this is not what it's all about. You're going to start seeing communities stick together. I mean, it's, this is getting crazy. So, I mean, it's, it's time that we as a nation wake up, smell the coffee, and figure it out. And if we don't figure it out now, then we'll, we never will. And it's just, it's just getting ugly. And, I, and I'm, I'm just sorry, but I, I can't imagine that we're get, we get a phone call that a church is being shot up or a, a grammar school is being shot up or, or a grocery store or whatever. And I and I and I'll, I think it's time that we start using good old fashioned common sense, which is something we truly lack in this country, in a brutal way. And it's time for us to make it happen. It's time for us to wake up and smell the coffee. And only you can make a difference. 
each and every person who's listening to this, my voice right now, you can make a difference in this country. And it's up to you to get it done. I mean, it's that simple. I need you to get you on board, and you need to make it happen. You know, did I want to really run for office? No, I ran. And and I'm I, it, win, lose, or draw. I mean, if I lose by 1,000 votes or less, and the fact that I get forty five or 50,000 votes, I, that's pretty impressive for me. I'm kind of shocked. And I just use name recognition. One of the callers I know a couple of weeks ago was like, so you, what about your business? Well, I can still do my business. And the thing that you don't realize is all these people that took the job that are lawyers, they have law practices of their own, and they're practicing law, and they're using this as a, a way to, to funnel more funds into their office. So before you start to come after me and you want to throw rocks, come out and meet me. Figure out what I'm all about, and then we'll talk. Because I can sit here and tell you this. I'm proud of my business career. I've helped a lot more people um, successfully handle their health benefits, their life insurance, automobile and homeowners. I mean, I've helped a lot of people during, the t- during a crunch time. So that, that I, can, I, I can hang my hat at the door with pride. That's all I can tell you. And um, my 17 years of coaching youth sports through high school, I wouldn't, re- I wouldn't change a minute of it. And I'll tell you what, if I had that money I spent over that 17 years in the bank, I could retire. And I'm not exaggerating. And the, the man hours that I put in as well. But you know, you, you do things because you want to leave a legacy. You want to make you want to leave this a better place than it is, or a better place than you found it when you got there. And that's always been my ambition. And you need to be, and people need to come together as one under the same umbrella and be a team. And, and if you can't do that, well, then you got problems. My name is Pat Casal. I'm on every Saturday night from six to eight o'clock. The show is Finding Common Ground with Pat and Dean. It's my pleasure to be on this show, filling in for Mr. Sanchez. It's, uh, I'm honored to take your calls and, and have a conversation. I apologize about the technical difficulties. I'm glad everything has worked out. I wish you all a happy and healthy evening. Go Celtics. You've been listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit thestevesanchezshow.com.